What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, IDP Army? It's your man Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk. If you want to give me a follow on Twitter, um, this is the fantasy football. Uh, this is the fantasy football show you've been looking for. Let me tell you about it. It's the IDP Army. Um, we're gonna be doing our week eight IDP waiver wire targets. Okay, we got some good players to look for. We got some big teams on by. So uh stick around. We got a good show for you guys this week. As always, we want to thank our Patreons, thank everyone who uh, supports the channel. You know, we appreciate that. If you are part of our Patreon, we we love you guys and appreciate you. And it's, it's doing a lot to uh, upgrade the channel a lot. So we appreciate that. Um, you can join the Patreon too if you want to. It's a quarter a day. Uh, if you do the weekday, if you do the lowest package, we appreciate that. If you don't want to do that, give us a like, give us a subscribe, you know. And if not, you know, just take these fantasy football rankings and these waiver wire targets and all the stuff we give you all. And uh, go win your leagues, and just make sure you tell them we sent you there. So we can, we can, we can, uh, we can appreciate all of that. So, um, like I said today, we are going to do our week eight IDP waiver wire targets. Uh, before we do jump into that, I do want to talk a little bit about um, a player that I think needs to be highlighted more. Kind of a player that I think is going to be. Well, I'll just say he's currently my defensive player of the year front runner. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I may or may not have tweeted about him once or twice recently. Um, but I'll give you a second to see if you can think about who it might be or pull him up on the screen. All right. That is Talanoa Hafenga. Okay. He was our first week's waiver wire target show. Oh, uh, like we did. He was like one of our top priority pickups, came out of nowhere, jumped onto the scene, had a great week one. Um, so we said, go check him out. Uh, you can check out the thumbnail for that video, which was really cool. 33 points uh, was awesome. 11 tackles and interception. Uh, right now, through the entire season, he has 40 tackles, which isn't crazy, but five of those are for a loss. All right. So for a defensive back, that's pretty big. Has a sack, has six pass deflections, three interceptions. Okay. Seven weeks. We have a long season left to go. 
And he took one of these back in for a touchdown yesterday, if you watched the game. He's just he's a dynamic player. He's a game-changing player. I know they didn't win that game, but there are very few defensive players that I really, really think can ultimately kind of affect the outcome of a game in a way he can. Um, so right now I think he's the defensive player of the year front runner. Talanoa Hafanga, if you guys were, you know, Lucky enough to get him on your team. You've been enjoying him, playing him every week since then. He's giving you double-digit points every week except for week three um, and getting up there well past that, you know, 15 mark several times. So love him. Wanted to give him a little bit of shout-out, a little bit of love um, before we jump into this week's targets and the news and notes uh, around this last week's uh, fantasy football. So let's see what we got here. Bada-boom, bada-bing. Okay, so... I moved the guys that were on the injury report down a little bit, but um, as far as week eight buys, we have the Chiefs going on by, and we have the Chargers going on by. So that means no Frank Clark, who did have a nice game yesterday, no Nick Bolton, no Juan Thornhill, no Legarius Sneed. Players like that are going to be out. Guys you've probably been relying on pretty heavily, even Willie Gay, who came back uh, this last week. You're not going to have them this week. And then on the Chargers side of the ball, Drew Tranquil, Derwin James, who's been our defensive back one, we're not going to have him this week. So we're going to need to be on our toes on the waiver wire, see who's been dropped, see who's been picked up. Um, I did some waiver wire scouring myself last night and this morning. There are some nice IDP players, even in some deeper leagues that are out on your waiver wire. So some of these players that I'll bring up, um, or even some guys that maybe I found on mine, uh, maybe you guys can take those with you. But uh, before we jump into that, we did get some bad news about Logan Wilson. Um, his injury is going to keep him out for at least two to five weeks is the last thing that I saw. So that's gonna, that's gonna be a while, you know, you draft him to be your linebacker one, uh, hasn't really been performing the way we wanted this year, if we're being honest with ourselves, but now he's out of our lineup. So we don't have to think about him, but he will be back probably sooner than later. So don't forget about him. Don't drop him necessarily. Hopefully you have an IR spot, uh, available to you to put him on there. Another injury this last week or that came across um, is going to definitely affect a lot of people. Antoine Winfield uh, had a concussion, got ruled out of that game yesterday. Uh, he's probably not going to be able to play the Ravens this week. So, you know, keep a lookout for who that replacement would be. Now, we talked a little bit about Keanu Neal last week. I'm going to bring him up again when we scroll down a little bit here to the waiver wire pickups for this week. Uh, but, you know, with Antoine Winfield being out, all the more reason to have hopefully already put uh, Keanu Neal on your team. Let me see if I can minimize that. There we go. A um, couple other things we wanted to note. Michael Walker came back this week. So Troy Anderson snaps went back down to kind of what they had been, which is, you know, a fringe player, um, which is fine. Keep an eye on him. In Dynasty, you may still want to have him on your team available to you. Uh but he went right back to being a 100% snap player. So that is good for the people who have stock in Michael Walker. Um, you know, that shows me, too, that his injury is fully, you know, he's past that. Baron Browning snaps were kind of low this week, uh, but I did look and see he left. I think it was with a neck injury. He left with some sort of injury. Let me see here, actually. I think I had it pulled up. Baron Browning. No, it was a sprained hip, okay? So that's why he didn't play a whole, whole lot of snaps. Kind of sucks. He's been breaking out. Uh, keep an eye on that. Jonas Griffin played 83% of snaps. Alex Singleton as well played 100% of snaps this week. 
Um, Josie Jewell, I thought he would come back in, uh, but he ended up being out this week too with that knee injury. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. All right. I want to take a second here as well to really highlight Nick Bolton, who's been playing really, really, really good football and been playing really good uh, IDP fantasy football. You know, if anybody's been lucky enough to have him, uh, you know what I'm talking about. He's currently on pace to play, you know, and this is just a rough estimate, but over 950 snaps, you know, if he keeps doing what he's been doing. That's always kind of been the issue with KC linebackers is the variability of how much they're going to play, who's going to play. Nobody was truly 100% snap linebacker. But Nick Bolton has bucked that trend. He's played 100% of snaps, I think, four or five games this season. Now, granted, this last couple of weeks he hasn't, but it hasn't affected him at all as far as points per game go, as far as like how he's producing. You know, you can see here fourth, Nick Bolton currently has score, is scoring 20.7 points per game, fourth amongst all active linebackers. Only Roquan Smith. Jordan Hicks and Floyd Olakun are scoring more than him. Those are all guys that have well, finished in the top three linebackers before. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Foyce Olakun has a record of finishing as a top three and five linebacker multiple seasons in a row. Jordan Hicks finishes the number one overall. And then Roquan Smith, was he number one, two last season? I don't remember. Uh, so that's a very good company to keep. He was a player this year that I had ranked at linebacker 20, I believe. And... It's just really good to see him, you know, performing well. Now, I did take a look at his production profile. I typed all of his numbers into the index to kind of take a look um, well into the production profile spreadsheet that I have and to see what his, like, production profile looks like. He isn't doing anything really in the pass deflection department. No pass deflection, so that's a little bit, eh, I don't love that. I would like him to have a little bit more robust of a player production profile. But points per game are still elite point or points per snap. Uh, at over a point three, which is really, really, really good. Um, and then you can see here with his points per game up there with some of the best linebackers uh, that have been around for IDP fantasy football in a while. So kudos to you if you have Nick Bolton on your team. If not, consider making a meaningful trade for him. You know, uh, consider making a meaningful dynasty move for him. Uh, a few cut candidates we have on here just before we get to, you know, the guys we're going to be trying to target this week. Rodney Thomas, Juju Hughes, Tate Crowder, Cameron Grugier-Hill, all these guys kind of losing snaps. Um, Cameron Grugier-Hill in particular is losing uh, snaps. Christian Kirksey came back, immediately took over as the primary linebacker, uh, and it looked like they played um, Harris, Charles Harris, I believe his name is, more than him. So Grugier-Hill, even though he broke out week one, we've seen this before in the past with IDP. Um, it's kind of funny. Who was it? Sha Shaq Thompson two years ago. You know, first week of the season had a monster game, and we thought it would be like that all season long. Didn't pan out that way. Um, guess you'd call that fool's gold, right? All right, so let's go ahead and scroll on down. We'll get you to what you came here for. Again, if you are not part of the Patreon, that's all good. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Stick around. We have best ball content. We have IDP content. We have Dynasty content. That's our primary focus. Uh, follow the podcast. There should be a link in the description for that. Play Underdog Fantasy with us. I've been doing a lot of drafts. I did like 16, 17, 18 drafts like last night. Uh, good time playing Underdog Fantasy. We love doing that. Uh, that's one of our big focuses this next offseason is going to be is just best ball content because that's like offensively what we love to play us outside of Dynasty. Not so much into redraft anymore, uh, just being completely honest with you. Um, but it's all good. It's all good in the hood, baby. We still get to play fantasy all the time. 
All right, let's scroll on down, get you through our favorite week eight waiver wire targets for IDP, and then we'll get you out of here. So some of our favorite guys going into this next week, Jermaine Pratt and then Akeem Gayferth Davis. Uh, Davis Gaither, sorry, both Bengals linebackers. Jermaine Pratt, low-key, I've probably been fading him a little too long, uh, not bringing him up, but if he's, he could still be on your waiver wire. He's just one of those names that pops up year after year. But look at these these scores, you know, eight this last week. But that was the first week all season he's been under double digits, uh, and he's a healthy LB1 there now with Logan Wilson, you know, missing time with this injury, two to five weeks. That also opens up room for Akeem Gaither, Davis Gaither to play more. I think he played like 80-something percent of snaps this last week. So that's enough to warrant looking at as a potential flex um, in any given week. So, you know, want to go make sure he's not on your waiver wire. He, he may be, you know. Keanu Neal, again, just we brought him up last week a little bit. I didn't highlight him enough. But he could be on your waiver wires, played 100% of his snaps this week. And now with the concussion to Antoine Winfield and with Logan uh, Ryan already being out, missing time with his injury, he is the he's the top dog defensive back for the extremely, extremely tough to gauge what the heck's going on Buccaneers team. Um, I mean, one, I didn't even catch the Mike Williams uh, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Evans drop like, and I saw that today and I was shocked. I was a legitimately, I was lost my breath. Um, it was not, I was like, Oh wow. And then, I mean, obviously they lost yesterday. It was, it's just not looking good. And it's very, very, it's kind of unsettling. Makes you wonder what you know about football. Not much, um, but it's all good. But anyway, Keanu Neal now runs that defense, you know, as the primary safety. Um, also, I guess we should have a small side, uh, sidebar here. Shaq Barrett. Somebody messaged, said something to me the other day about him. Says, it's, can I sit him? Should I start thinking about dropping him? Oh, he is like, he's hurting me. He's hurting you. Um, I'm going to start benching him at the very least. So, but the thing is, I know, and you know it too. As soon as we bench him, he's going to have like a 35 point game, 40 point game. That's just how this thing that we do called fantasy football works. That's just that's just it. So it's time. It's time to inflict that pain. It's time to watch those points pile up on the bench, know what's happening, and hope. Hope that that gives you some momentum for the future. All right? So you can bench Shaq Barrett. I'm going to be benching Shaq Barrett. Um, man, Buccaneers, what's going on? What the heck? All right, anyway, uh, other guys you could be targeting on your way with wires, Preston Smith, linebacker slash, I think he might have DL eligibility on sleeper, uh, but even if he doesn't, he could be a back-end uh, linebacker, looking really good this year. He's always been one of those guys that you can kind of plug and play um, late off the waiver wire. Geno Stone, who came in for Marcus Williams, um, not having a bad season. Uh, are not doing bad in, in filling in for him. Uh, Jeff Akuda, though, here I wanted to talk about him a little bit. He is definitely on the go pickup list um even as a even as a cornerback you know he's putting up good numbers not great every week but look at these highs you know 20 points here 29 points here had a bye week bye week's already over um you know these are single point games but i you know i see some i see some uplifting games in the future miami green bay chicago 
You know, these should be these should be opportunity games, and people are going to kind of try to give it to these this team. Um, if he can get double digit tackles as a as a corner at all, uh, he already kind of has some upside as a play just for being the guy who's probably going to shadow. Um, I wanted to add him to the waiver wires this week and say you can probably play him as a DB three going forward pretty confidently. Boom bust, yes. Not going to give you the consistent numbers. Somebody like maybe Keanu Neal will, but uh, Jeff Okuda, definitely somebody you can put on your team. And then there, there is Christian Harris. This is who had basically stolen Kim Agruja Hill's job. Um, DJ Reed and having not too bad of a season. Uh, had a good game. Um, who, and then uh, I forgot him. Oh, there he is. Ryan Neal. Another, you know, we brought these two guys up last couple of weeks, but if they're out there and you need a safety this week, like I said, Juan Thornhill, Justin Reed are on by. Derwin James and you see Adderley who just randomly decided to actually have a good game uh, when I finally benched him this week. Um, you know, those are some guys you can maybe plug in there. Kenneth Murray had an interception. I don't know how much of that was really Kenneth Murray doing anything or just being in the right place at the right time, but maybe he's somebody you look at to pick up going into the bye this week. So you can probably wait until next week. Maybe he gets dropped. Uh, probably not if the manager saw him get that interception, but it's possible. And then Draymond Jones, I think he has like four and a half or five and a half sacks on the season. I throw him out there, somebody you can pick up and play uh, for the Broncos defense. So now I see there are some comments over here in the chat. So I'm going to answer some of those. Um, I have this cool little any questions thing. So that's fun. <laughs> All right, y'all. Appreciate you. Oh, we, the first comment came in last night when I made the studio. Uh, <laughs> which is so funny. I love tilting, don't we all? It says, for God's sake, what is the point of getting Christian McCaffrey if you still have Jimmy Garoppolo? What the F in San Francisco make that trade for quarterback? You don't need any more running backs. <laughs> yeah, I was really perplexed at why they didn't incorporate McCaffrey more, especially when like he had like 60 yards in his first like six touches. I'm like, why don't you just give him the ball every time? It was really weird. Kyle Shanahan out thinking himself. Are you able to put the link of the Patreon in the comments? Um, yeah, I can probably do that really quick if you all give me one second. Um, it should be down there, though, uh, if you just look at like the description of the video. But here, I will send it now. As per your wish. Did it come through in a clickable link? Doesn't look like it did. Maybe this will work. I don't know. I tried. If not, the link's in the description. It should be down there. Appreciate you shouting it out. Um, I picked up a thing his ass as soon as you said it. Week one, I love this channel. Yes, sir. You already know. Like I said, defensive player of the year. I thought it was going to be Nick Bosa with his injury. And I think that maybe, I mean, I think a thing is going to steal the show. Honestly, he's got the hair. He's got the big plays. I mean, he's doing it all right. We just need Kyle Shanahan to get this team a little positive momentum. And, you know, we've already basically forgotten Fred Warner exists, you know, saying like, thank God. So Hafenga's he's taken over. Miners faithful are like, that's not true. Low key. They're like, oh, shit. Fred Warner's still on this team. We know. Denzel Perryman as well. All right. Should we add him to the list? I, I did. He, yeah, he did play some good snaps. Jayon Brown looked like he was going to be out. Blake Martinez was in that game. So, like I said, if he's out there still for whatever reason, he and Jalen Smith. If they're on your dynasty waiver wires, go get them. 
I saw Jalen Smith is on mine. Pretty sure I dropped him, actually. Uh, but I'm going to go pick him up. So there's that. Go get him. I'm out on JC Jackson. That guy is a effing dud in 2022. I should I go uh, Colby Brandt or Kendall Fuller? I'd probably go Kendall Fuller, but I'm going to be honest. I don't really, I'm not a CB guy, not super deep in the CB streets. Any info on Brandon Jones? Yeah, he's getting helped off the field last night. That's going to be tough. I did see that he got injured. I should have added him to the notes here. That's my bad. Apologies for that. But he's been a guy we've been relying on a lot, myself and everybody probably that watched this channel. Uh, Brandon Jones, safety for the Miami Dolphins. Looked like he was getting help off the field. I don't know what it was, the knee, ankle, something like that. Hopefully it's something he can come back from quickly. Um, I think it was it Bobby McCain that was out there in his place. Or no, I think it was Rowe. I think Rowe was who I saw run out there, jersey number Rowe. So actually, uh, if you're still here, 20 minutes in, the late show alpha waiver wire pickup is Rowe. Let's go. Let's double check that. I'm sitting here just like saying it. Like I don't have the power. I have all the power. What's his name? Okay, I know who he is. There he is, Eric Rowe. Only 17 snaps, but I'm pretty sure – yeah, this analysis is old, but I'm pretty sure he's the jersey I saw run out there whenever he left. So, um, like I said, late show alpha there. But I don't have any more info, no. I got banged up by the injury bug yesterday. Winfield, yeah, Brandon Jones and Trey Hendrickson, yeah, he was in here. I should have scrolled down a little bit. Left the game with a concussion. Then they called it like a neck injury for Trey Hendrickson for the Bengals. So that was not great. Um We'll see. Hopefully it's hopefully it's just I mean, like I hate to be like that, but I mean, hopefully it's just a concussion and like not like an actual like compounded by a neck injury or something crazy. Like and it's like a cumbersome, worrisome thing, like a Daniel Hunter multi-year nightmare. Prayers up for Trey Hendrickson. Or like his original stands, too. Um, Christian Harris is far better athlete than Camu. All right, there you go. You heard from Brad Gilbert. Brad, did you watch the game? There's a link for anybody that's looking for it. Um, but did you watch the Houston game? I didn't watch it. I watched a little bit of Damian Pierce. I mean, I guess he's a beast. Man, there were some bad injuries on offense yesterday. Just like, uh, tough. Yesterday was a weird, tough day of football. But, I mean, that shows we're really in it right now. You know, we're rolling into week eight right now. We're in it. Keep fighting. Infinite possibilities. I happen to have Mahomes and Herbert. I got to hit the waiver priority. Yeah, that's that's not great. Uh, my options are Daniel Jones, Brisket, or Garoppolo. Which waiver order would you put them in? I would go Jones, Garoppolo, Brisket, personally, without looking at the matchups or anything like off the cuff. I mean, Daniel Jones rushed for 100 yards yesterday. Their, their team is not bad. Like, it's okay to change our perception on the Giants and Daniel Jones. Like, I'm mostly mad. You want to hear why I'm mad? Here, late show bitching. <laughs> There's my curse word for the day. Um, on Underdog last year, shout out Underdog. Go up, you know, use the promo code, link in the description. I went heavy on Daniel Jones and Darius Slayton. Um, really heavy. And they were terrible. They were awful. Um, and not that they're great this year, but they are like kind of picking up some steam. Uh, you know, they're getting some good weeks, at least this season. They're showing up in lineups this year. Really wish that they would have done that last year for me. 
but I'm really happy for the people who still believe. The Giants fans, the, you know, maybe they're the new faithful. I don't know. Are Giants fans faithful? Anywho. Um, so as a contender, this is from Aaron Kelly on YouTube. As a contender, should I offer Brandon Jones to a rebuilding team that has Harrison Smith? Is that a fair trade? If not, what should I add? The team should not have him anyways. Um if I offer Brandon Jones to the rebuilding team as Harrison Smith, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's a fair trade. I mean, I'm not really, I mean, trade's worth whatever somebody's going to pick for, you know what I'm saying? Um, I would probably rather have Brandon Jones though, long-term if I'm being honest. All right. Brandon Harris says, should I drop jewel or drop or pick <clears throat> Should I keep Jewel or drop him to pick up Blake Martinez or Deion Jones? Yeah, Deion Jones got put in a blender for like for his first play on the Browns. That was pretty tough. One of his first plays on the Browns. <clears throat> um, I would drop – I don't know, though. I might drop Jewel just because this injury may keep being a nagging thing. And I would consider picking up either of those guys just depending on your personal preference. I would probably prefer to pick up Blake Martinez personally, but I have a lot of you know priors that need to be seen through. For the better or worse, uh, like and share the family or the channel family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. IDP army and the P pow, is for positivity. Thoughts on JLK having a big game? Going to stay on the field with Jalen Phillips, the better and getting hurt and with Jalen Phillips getting hurt. Yeah, I did notice he was having a pretty good game. He had that forced fumble. Uh, it seemed like he's everywhere. He does that. He pops up every now and then. I I mean, I, I like that for him, Ryan. I definitely would rather that than a bad game. But this linebacking group is getting really – I mean, it's hard to have a take when there's like seven or eight guys kind of floating in and out, you know, even talky-talky. So it's like I, – I don't, it's tough. I'm not against him. Is that is that fair? I don't know. You know, long term, I'm still definitely in on him. But like right now, I don't have a strong feeling about any of these guys. Yeah, Rowe filled in for him. Would Holland snaps increase with him gone? I think Holland's still playing around 100% of snaps or has been playing around 100% of snaps. Let me check the handy dandy index. See what it what it's sweet informational. Powers tell me Holland. Yeah, he's been playing 100% of snaps. He only the only week he dipped under was week four, based on what I'm looking at here in the index. I don't have this last week's in there, um, but I could l look real quick. But I mean, I don't think he's dipping by any means. I don't think he can play more. He can't play more than 100%. Is that fair? Travis, no, nah, I guess I was wrong about moving on from Devondre Campbell. Is that you? Okay, like, so when that happened, I was sitting and I couldn't remember who had asked me about that. And I don't remember when I commented back or what I said back. And I think I said, stick with it. I would like to, I mean, maybe I'm retconning that, but that's what I felt in my heart. And then I saw him have that massive pick six. And I was just like, man, he's such a baller. <laughs> and I was like, I hope I told whoever that was uh, to keep playing with him. Um. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Like I said, I can't remember for whatever reason. What's up with Josh Allen last couple of games? He's out there playing football or what? <laughs> I mean, sometimes pass rushers, this just happens. They go, some guys are just hot and cold. 
I mean, literally look at Robert Quinn's career. I mean, some guys are just hot and cold. So he's cold right now. Watch the NFL highlights channel. That sounds like a uh, something to do. His scouting report is accurate after one game fast, but sometimes over pursues and leaves cutback available. He set up Kirksey more than himself, to be honest. That's good. Kirksey Dynasty managers rejoice. Travis not. I dropped Josh Allen for Dietrich Wise. Allen just hasn't been producing. That's fair, you know, and again, the Jaguars in general have been kind of tough to, to hang with. They're a tough hang, the Jaguars. Um, so unless you got Foy State, Olakun, and Devin Lloyd, and they ain't no tough hang. Thanks. I do I did my best. Thoughts on Patrick Queen? Yeah, as soon as I was talking a little trash on him yesterday and a week ago, he's suddenly like the best linebacker in football. So I guess is that like the inverse ander curse? Like if I talk shit on a guy, he like has the most amazing week ever, I guess. I don't know if anybody watches the Pat Mayo experience or listens to that, but uh, maybe that's it. So maybe I'll keep talking trash on him and everybody's got him will keep being happy. But yeah, he's he had a great game yesterday. He looks like he was everywhere. I was just like, man, like he's one of those players where it's like, man, if he played like this all the time, I mean, he could like take over the league. Um, but he doesn't play like that all the time necessarily. But if he's playing like that more often, I don't think the Ravens defense is very good though. <sighs> Infinite possibilities. I'm gonna answer a few more questions. Try to keep uh try to keep this channel or try to keep this video around like 30 minutes. Uh, I gotta throw this up there. Laughing my ass off, the Ander curse is real. I know things like that are real. People act like synchronicities and like you know stuff like that is just like made up or whatever. Nah, like that stuff's for real. Some things just work like that. All right, Infinite Possibility says I'm annoyed with my DE situation. I have FA Obata, Draymond Jones, Alex Wright, and Carlos Dunlap. I just sat Jones. And I keep playing them in the wrong week. Which are the top two rest of the season? Oh, that's a tough question. Why well, yeah, throw me a hard question like that? I think I'm into Draymond Jones right now, though. And if you got to play two of these guys, I'll probably just go with Carlos Dunlap as well. But these are not great defensive line players. These are like streaming guys. So you're probably just going to have to keep mixing and matching and just trying to figure it out week after week. Would you trade Devin White for Devin Lloyd? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair trade if you want to get in on Devin Lloyd, cash out. If you've had Devin White on your team for a couple of years, you know, you've already caught that fire. Why not? The Ander curse is real. One more time. All right. Yes, Jordan, you told me to stick with Campbell. All right, that's a big win. That's a big win for the IDP Army. What's up? Speaking of which, we are almost officially 7-0 in the bash. Um, we are one of, we were one of top 21 teams left. I'm wondering how many people are going to make it out this week. And I was watching an old video trying to find something about, um, Nick Bolton earlier. And in one of my videos, like the first one, I one of the sleeper videos. I talked about how I just got us into the bash talking to us IDP army and how I was going to win it. Um, you know, so it's no big deal. It's not no big deal. Haven't won yet, but we're definitely going to let them know about it. I'm going to talk it up. We really in the streets. Okay. We don't just tweet about it. 
we don't just make content about fantasy football. All I could tell What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tell you kids some stories. Kids. That was rude and patronizing. I'm sure you're all adults, just like me. All right. Does waiver priority go to Michael Carter or Gus Edwards? Urgh. Um, Probably Michael Carter. But Gus Edwards looked really, really good yesterday. So I might go Gus Edwards. My only hesitation is, like, I don't trust Harbaugh on running backs. I just don't. I mean, I, I don't. Even though Gus Edwards looked great, I don't know what's going to happen. Anything could happen, um, but it's probably Gus Edwards. Uh, I'm stashing Alex to replace Clowney next year. Six for seven, third rounder worth a dynasty tash on a taxi squad. Sounds like some good insights right there. Uh, again, told you to start Campbell or stick with Campbell. Happy about that. <clears throat> How do you feel about Ray Sean Jenkins? He's been consistent since week two. Yeah, I like him. I've brought him up a couple of different times. Let me see here real quick what we got on Jenkins in the old index. Uh, yeah, he's been playing 100% of snaps. Uh, I got him in here as a he's a buy in dynasty. I got him in tier six. Uh, might be a little bit low on him overall, just considering I think he's pretty young, right? He is only well, he's 28, so I feel like that's probably good. Replacement level defensive back, you know what I mean? But he's been good, like you said, he's been consistent since week two. Um, keep playing him, definitely keep playing him. What do you do this last week? Five tackles, two pass deflections. Oh, wow. He had a week of four pass deflections. Yeah, he's been killing it in the pass deflection department. If you play IDP one, two, three, which you should, you you probably do if you play on sleeper. Uh, those are three-point play. That's impact play. That's a good play. So anybody who's doing that is doing a lot. Excellent show today. Great information. Lots of fun. Appreciate it. Like I said, trying to trying to just trying to give it to y'all uh, the best way I can. You know what I'm saying? So I like answering the questions. I like bringing some information out here. Uh, you know, and I'm really, like I said, I'm really playing fantasy with y'all. I'm checking my own waiver wires. I'm checking on all this stuff myself, presenting my research to the IDP Army, and hopefully giving y'all some good information so you can go make some good decisions and rep us heavy when you get those wins. You have our permission to rub it in everybody's face. 
I saw your love for Talanoa for Talanoa Hufanga yesterday in Defensive Player of the Year talk. Got him on waivers. Guy is a beast. Yes, he is. Again, I think he's probably my front runner for Defensive Player of the Year. He is. Um, really looking forward to what he brings to the table the rest of the season for a, a weird Niners team. A weird Niners team, I guess. Is that fair? Uh, but he's a bright, shining light. And if they can get a little forward momentum going, I think the conversation will pick up on him for Defensive Player of the Year. So uh, good on him. And then Sky Moore is not going to win Rookie of the Year. Is he just a guy? Yeah, he's just a guy. I got a big argument with this guy. What's his name? Jacob something. He's from Player Profiler um, in the offseason because he was telling me all about how I needed to be drafting Sky Moore in best ball and how he was such a great pick and all this nonsense. And I was like, I'll just take Juju. That's fine. I'll take the guy who's actually done something and is going to do something. And he was like, oh, he's going to the upside ratio of the third quadrant over here. And I was like, bro, you're way overthinking it. You're outsmarting yourself. Like, Sky Moore ain't going to do shit. <laughs> and, you know, he didn't he didn't buy it. I didn't have enough enough big fancy words for my argument. But, no, he's just a guy. And he'll be just a guy until they need him to be more than that. And they don't need him to be more than that. You know what I'm saying? He's just another Rondell Moore, probably. It's over. It's a wrap. So, all right, y'all. Um, it's been great. If you don't follow the account on fan on Twitter, Fantasy Receipts, they are friends of the show. They're friends of the brand. We love Fantasy Receipts. Might do a show just on Fantasy Receipts. I love the thesis and the ethos behind that account and the content it's bringing. It's basically just kind of showing the amount of like bullshitting and gaslighting that happens across most fantasy con like not most a lot of fantasy football content creator stuff some people took it in it with good humor because i mean obviously some of us are you know we, we understand what we do you know it's pontificating it's guessing to a degree but some people got really in their feelings about it and it's like just because you can articulate well doesn't mean that you are arguing for correct things even the, you know and here's a lot of proof so anyway, great account. It's a funny account. Go go to follow. It's parody. You know, it's all in good fun. But uh, we might do a show just on them. Oh, someone coming through with the heater. LOL. Drew is incredible. Says Juju is a scrub. That's really incredibly rude of you to say after he helped us win that game yesterday. Fuck me on Sky Moore News. Good show. Wait, there's news. What's the news? I needed. A, I didn't know there was news. What's the news? Someone talk to me before we shut this shut the show down. He missed the point. I missed the point. Oh, from this summer <laughs> that he sucks and is terrible. Yeah. Well, that, not even that. It's just he's not a good pick because we have nothing to base him being a good pick on. So arguing that he's a good pick makes no sense. That was my, always my point. I don't care how many numbers you shove in my face. All right. I'll see y'all later this week for the ranking show. I will do my very best to be earlier than I was this last week. Thanks for sticking with me. Thumbs up, subscribe, join the Patreon. Good.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.